This week on the F1 Starting Grid, we're going to talk about Ineos and Mercedes merger, as well as, is Hall spending too much money this year? We'll talk about next right here on the F1 Starting Grid. Welcome into the F1 Starting Grid. I am your host, Brock Young. On behalf of Chaz Day, we're going to break down everything Formula One for you this week. Uh, how you doing, man? Doing super good, man. Doing super good. It's starting to get toasty down here in Austin, Texas. So <laughs> I've got that to look forward to, but uh, but I'm good. Well, that's great, man. It's, yeah, it's getting a little warm in here. A little, a little warm for my taste, but this is going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're from Louisiana. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, I just can't stand the heat, honestly. Yeah. That's just me. But, so you you moved to Texas to get away from the heat? That's my excuse. I'm sticking <laughs> to it. I, I I could walk outside, say hello, and I sweat like crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just to give you an idea. Um, but let's get started here. It is interesting that um, the Mercedes Ineos merger. Uh, just give a little brief update here. Ineos is actually a chemical, chemical company based out of London, England. And you probably saw some of their sponsorships on uh, cycling as well as sailing. Um, but they're also developing a brand new SUV called the Grenada. Almost looks like a um, Land Rover. It looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Does it really cool. But the thing is, it's pretty neat that they... They've been sponsoring Mercedes the past couple of years, and I know you do not like that red Ineos uh, behind the driver on the exo- on the uh, intake there. It no, it looks like trash. <laughs> but it's interesting to talk about because they own back in two thousand nineteen. They own thirty percent. They're just not sponsored, but they own thirty percent of Mercedes AMG back in. Uh, 2019, 2020, they own 33%. And now sportspro.com is reporting by the end of this year, going into next, they will have a majority majority shakeholder of 66% of ownership in the AMG Petronas brand. What do you think about that, Chase? Who who, who are they uh, they buying out? They're they're just purchasing money into uh, Mercedes, from what I understand. Well, so right now, that's interesting because I, I guess it would mean that um, that everyone else gets diluted down. That, that's really interesting because basically the setup right now is the manufacturer has 33%, um, Toto Wolf has 33%, and Ineos has 33%, which is just an, it's an interesting dynamic, right? Where you mm-hmm. got a manufacturer, you, you know, a, a Mercedes, you have an investor, which is Toto Wolf. Uh, and then you have a sponsor who all own equal shares, which is just, it's an interesting uh, setup. I'm curious to see how that plays out because uh, Toto just signed a contract to uh, to stay the principal for the next three seasons. And I, I just knowing uh, a little bit about his history and his investment history, uh, the whole reason why he even came into uh, Formula One and particularly Mercedes was because of the investment opportunity that came along with it. So, if uh, so, he he went when the Ineos deal came into play. He actually his ownership stake actually went up. He went from thirty percent to thirty three percent as well. So, 
you know, if they're going to 66, someone's going to have to get diluted. And I don't know whether that's the, the manufacturer or whether that's Toto. Um, I don't know how much that makes sense for, for Toto, you know, if he's here for the next few years to mm-hmm. only own maybe 16% of the thing. I don't know if it's enough of an investment to still make sense. Well, I believe it's probably the um, manufacturer part of it because so many people are getting out of racing, not, not just Honda. There is rumored that Mercedes might also get out of it. So this is probably their open window to get out of uh, racing and focus on clean energy, fuel efficient, fuel efficient vehicles. Um, it makes sense doing it at the height too. Yeah. Leave on top like Seinfeld did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, I just find it interesting to, you know, all this is going on and everyone's leaving. What's going to be left of Formula One after this? If just in case, you know, love opening the speculation window. Of course, that's what we do. Um, of Mercedes possibly leaving, that leaves Ferrari. Even Renault is even, you know, a long time Formula One brand as Renault is possibly leaving as well. Yeah. So that just pretty much leaves Ferrari, from what I understand. Yeah, and, and, and Ferrari is um, Ferrari is not one of those brands that has any intention of going electric. I mean, they they still don't have an electric or even a hybrid uh, car on the road. So I, I just don't think that that's an intention of theirs. Uh, and that includes their their SUV, um, which you would think they might even explore just because it's a, a consumer vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that they would explore having that as a, a hybrid. So. Yeah, I, I think I think Ferrari's in there. It's tough because there's just so much. Uh, there's so much money still. Uh, there's so much money still in it. Um, there's so many fans that are still in it. I mean, it, it is one of the most popular uh, sports and most well attended sports on planet Earth, right? And so uh, I don't think that that's going to change overnight. Just because culturally we started to value the environment more, uh, as as well we should. Uh, but I still don't think that the fan part of it is going to change overnight, which means that the money is not going to change. Um, well, basically, the, there'll still be fans, which means there'll still be attention. And as long as there's still attention, there'll still be money to be to be made, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of teams are making moral stances, but I think there's still going to be teams or, or even sponsors uh, that are still interested in the sport because there's still a ton of fans. So maybe, maybe what we're seeing even with Ineos is part of that transition. Maybe nothing really changes uh, that much. Really, just who is in the game changes um, as the sponsors change. Well, I was just thinking about this too. You brought up a good point there. What if uh, maybe Enios may go the way of Red Bull? Of maybe Enios will take ownership of the Mercedes power unit and develop it their own way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that that leaves what Williams? That leaves McLaren. Um, Pretty much without a power unit, if the, if that's if that's the case. Unless unless they become a developer distributor like like Mercedes did, right? Like they could take over the factories like like uh, Red Bull is doing with Honda. That's very true. I mean, they're developing their own SUV right now. Might as well develop a power unit for Formula One and probably as well as the rest of the Formula Division as well. Right. Like for, they're setting up manufacturing and engineering. They're already working on that piece, so. That's an interesting dynamic um, because I never thought we would get to this point where we're saying, I mean, we, we, we said goodbye to Honda already. 
mm-hmm. before, but they came back. Um, but it looks like this is going to be the permanent time that Honda's leaving Formula One. But I never thought we were going to get to this point where we're actually seeing manufactured brands of power units saying goodbye uh, to Formula, not just Formula One, but racing altogether. And it's very, for me, it's very weird to see being a racing fan for so many years. Yeah, I, I think it's um, I, the way that you're feeling now, which is, I think it's more of a transition than it is a closing of a door, so, so to speak, right? Like it's yeah. not, um, I, I think it is very much akin to the, the hybrid era uh change that so many people were kind of like what is happening the sport is not the same and to be fair it it's not the same um but the sport has still grown uh i think it's still great it is amazing Mm -hmm. amazing drivers and they still get a chance to show off their uh, amazing unique skills um and i think the same will happen uh, you know be it a rules change or just a change in who's sponsoring these teams I think the teams will continue to grow and to continue to evolve because as long as they have money, as long as they still have interest from fans, they're going to have money to fund uh, innovation and, and creative new ideas to still make it interesting. So even like, like um, you know, the drive to survive thing is, is brilliant. I, I mean, I've said it before. I've literally met people on the streets just kind of wearing, you know, my trash Hoss gear. But, um, but I've literally met people on the streets who have like, uh, and females, uh, both or so I would say at least one person um, I, I met in New Orleans, he's a guy, I've met a few, uh, two girls in, in Austin and then uh, um, maybe like three or four guys in, in Austin, but like, um, I don't wear the hot stuff that much, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but almost all of them became fans through drive to survive right and that's that's an innovation right like that's because they have so much money they can self-fund you know creating this show that kind of puts f1 in a favorable light or an interesting light and and then sell it to amazon and and or netflix um and make it happen so like they have enough money to be creative and do stuff so I i don't think that they're going away you know the year after Honda and Mercedes leave. I, I just, it just won't happen that quickly. Although, you know, it does feel that way because those, those teams have been such a mainstay. Well, that was almost a perfect segue into Haas, but I got one more point to make on this, uh, about Formula One, which you pretty much hit it right there. It's a very expensive sport to get in, but it is also the second most watched sport mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. uh, buying soccer mm-hmm. and as you said, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. And we're going to have a Twitter poll coming up later on. Will Formula One follow the way of Formula E and become electric? That's coming up here in a few weeks. I'm going to get y'all opinion on that as well. But before we do that, we just, um, yeah, Formula One is, is a very large, very expensive sport to get in. But there is one uh, channel here on YouTube that broke it down. It's like, they're like the, they're the number one um sport on social media right now by far hmm. bigger than ufc bigger than nfl bigger than uh the soccer leagues hmm. for that matter they're the number one um 
social media platform or social uh, sport company on social media right now. So they're doing something right because it actually, they just started just a couple years ago because the the, um, president of the FIA uh, a few years ago really did not care about social media, did not really care about um, the younger generation getting, getting into Formula One. He was quoted by saying that all he cares about is getting um, money from old guys. Hmm. So whenever um, I might, I'm sorry, the, the name escapes me, but they own the Atlanta Braves as well as uh, Sirius XM. They bought out the FIA, which is um, the ruling partner over former one. They revamped the whole entire company. They, they're, they went, mindset is social media to get that word out there, to get the younger viewers. And because of that, they're the number one um, sports platform on social media right now. So I just want to throw that out there. That was pretty cool. Now the next yeah, cool. next subject, uh, man, this is going to hurt. Um, as you pointed out earlier, we're, we're talking about Haas here. I have to open up by saying that um, I don't know. I mean, well, first off, we have a Twitter poll. We just finished a Twitter poll last week. Will Haas sell and at the end of the year? 66, 66% of you said yes, that Haas will sell at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think Ogunta will be his, this will be his last year. I mean, honestly, I want to read a quote from you, from him saying that, quote, I would say, if we could take the fight to Williams, that's about it. I'm very realistic about that. And I'm not putting any effort in doing anything more than that, unquote. He also said that spending money to develop the current car would be a complete madness. So his focus is on 2222. I don't think he'll make it to 2222. 2022. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2022. I'm sorry. I think he'll make it to 2222. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Steiner there will make it to 2022 there. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like he has a he has a real in with uh, with, with with Papa Haas um, because he hasn't perf- his last few seasons have, have not been very good at all. I, I mean, I would say probably since the 2017 or 18 season when um, I think it was 18 when they were they were really gaining some momentum and they were they ended I think fourth in the grid or or, uh, or maybe fifth. But they were gaining momentum, and then all of a sudden they fell off again. Um, so, from a strategic standpoint, I mean, everyone's—they've been very clear about it in their defense. They've been very clear from the beginning of the season that they have no intention of trying to use any of their points to develop the car. Um, so, you know, there are some changes that they had to make just because they weren't legal anymore and everyone had to make the change. I think like to the, um, um, to the, uh, the front wing, everyone had mm-hmm. to, to make that change. But, um, but it, for the most part though, they've, they've been very vocal about the fact that they don't intend to make any changes. They don't intend to, to, to upgrade even their engine that is from last year, which they were already a year behind last year. So they were last year they were using Ferrari's 2019 engine. 
Um, so this effectively puts them two years behind, um, <laughs> which is a little insane when you think about it, especially in Formula One. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think they are effectively punting this season in order to have a chance to really come out on top in the 2022 season when the rules change. I think it's ambitious, but I also think that almost like football, if you can draft really well, it can completely change the fortunes of your team. Yeah. Uh, and I think that they're kind of saving their, their tokens so that they can have a, have a legit shot with, you know, an even playing field or a more even playing field uh, as far as getting more equal investment from, uh, from Formula One. Um, and then also, uh, yeah, just, just, you know, a couple extra tokens so that they don't have to, they're not wasting them on a season that they're not going to do very well in anyways. So I, I, I actually, I, I, def, I, if he's talking about this season, which it sounds like it was based on what you're saying, it sounds like he is talking about this season, then, yeah, I mean, I, I think strategically it's something that's really hard to do, but I, I agree with it. Um, I thought Gunther should have been out a couple of seasons ago, to be, to be honest. I, I, don't, I don't like him very much as either a team principal or a leader, uh, especially after seeing the drive to survive thing. He got painted in a really bad light. And I don't know if whether it was a bad light or an accurate one, but either way, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. So um, I, I agree with you on that. I think that he should have been out a little bit ago. But, uh, but as far as you know, whether they can win or whether they should even try to win this season, it makes sense to, True. you know, punt this season to, to have a shot next season. Well, Mitch Schumacher was quoted by saying that I am generally happy, 90, 90% happy and 10% not because of the mistake that I made in the safety car restart with the spin. Luckily, the car was still drivable and everything was all right. So I keep on going and take my experience through the race, through the race weekend. Um, ninety percent happy, ten percent not. Now, granted, he did finish, mm -hmm. which I think was four people that say they could not do it, including his teammate Mazepin. <laughs> um, but ninety percent happy. Your take on that, Chaz? Um, I, I'm not really sure what he was what he was trying to what he was trying to say. Was he? Do you think he was trying to say that he learned something from it? Possibly. I mean, once again, he he at least finished the race, which uh -huh. um, he's not his partner did not do, and probably he wasn't expected to do either mm -hmm. concerning the car, but. Um, I, I just it's not like you have a, have feelings about it. What, what do you what do you think? I think he's making the best of the bad situation. Okay. Because what Guta said, there and as you pointed out earlier, they're punting until next year. So in a sense, I mean, how much do you expect from your drivers this season if you're punting for next season? So well, this is can you even like hold them accountable this season to anything? Right. So I think both uh, this actually gives both Schumacher and yes, Mazepin, 
uh, a chance to learn this season. Mm-hmm. And they're both signed until next year with Haas, so we'll see how that goes. So the pressure will probably be on them next season. But uh, it's interesting to see them. He's, he's 90% happy with the car. I mean, he comes from good heritage, of course, obviously. Yeah. But I think I see where you're going with this because being 90% happy, um, you know, while in the midst of a season where you're effectively punting the results. So like you don't actually care about it. You're not being held accountable to anything clearly because you're openly saying that you're 90% happy about finishing last. I mean, you, you finished 16th, but because there were four people that didn't, didn't finish like DNF. So, um, so he finished last. Well, in fact, um, this is actually an article from uh, Formula1.com. It also says that it wasn't just Schumacher who was satisfied with his debut. Uh, as team principal, Gutna Steiner praised the 2020 Formula2 champions approach to that uh, race. So he said, I'm very happy how he did it. He will improve in each inch of, on the tires. Very good, very calm, very, very good communication with his team, except for the one spin, nothing else went wrong. The advice I gave him is keep on doing this and we'll get pretty soon at, at a good level. That's what Gunta was quoted in telling uh, Mitch Schumacher after the race this couple Sundays ago. Um, Okay, so now that you've read that, tell us how you really feel. I am trying, trying to catch my words very carefully here. Um, I understand Guta's approach they're punting till next season, but as a Formula One team, your approach should always be to win. Try your try your hardest. I mean, every team understanding that there's going to be a new power unit coming in 2022. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for this season, including Williams. The only team that's not, I don't think they're even fighting for next season is Haas. It's just, I, I don't see it. I don't see the enthusiasm there. I don't see the drive. I haven't seen the drive there in the past couple of years. And it all starts at the top. And it just aggravates me that, you know, as, as a Ferrari fan, and yes, as a Haas fan too, I know I'm going to get probably criticism from Mike when he comes, comes in, but it just furates me that your goal every season is to win, not to punt. Now I'm not holding Schumacher. I'm not even. I'm not even holding Mazepin accountable because, as we stated out before, this is their first year. Nothing's expected from them, and because of their boss saying they're going to punt till next season, so th- there's no reason why to hold them accountable. I'm holding Gunta. I'm holding the. Uh, I'm holding Gene Hulse accountable for this because Gene hired this guy to run his team to win. He's been there what four, five seasons already, possibly more. At this point, yes, even with rookies, you have a champion on your team 
with great heritage, your expectations should be higher than, than not just finishing, and not just finishing last, but to finish at least in some sort of points. Am I wrong in this? Yeah, I think that, um, I think that, uh, I think from a strategic standpoint that Mr. Haas is, is doing, they're playing the best hand that they have. I think, um, you know, you even see it at uh, the end of races sometimes where you, you try to manage your tires, right? Because you know that, hey, we have, we have limitations on what we can do, right? Like they have, you know, they have limited resources compared to a lot of the other teams. Uh, they have limited, well, one is a consequence of the other, but they have limited talent, but at, you know, from the driver position, um, obviously not like on, on, you know, completely around. I mean, Schumacher won formula two, you, you can't have a better prospect than that. Right. Uh, unless you're getting someone who's already proven in formula one. So th there's not, there's literally not a better prospect in, in seat in the first seat. You know, Mazepin finished uh, uh, P5 in uh, in Formula Two, so he's he's a solid prospect. But um, yeah, I think I think they're doing the they're playing the best hand that they have, which is look, there there is no chance that they're going to win because I think I think you have to think about what they're actually playing for, right? So. They're not, they're not going to be a Mercedes under any circumstance uh, other than all of, all of the Mercedes cars literally catch on fire and the drivers die, right? <laughs> like that's, that's the circumstance that would lead to them winning. Um, and the same would happen at, have to happen at Red Bull and the same would have to happen in McLaren and the same would have to happen at Renault. And, and then they might be somewhat competitive to maybe it still wouldn't be a given. So we will welcome in the Mike Allen into the show. Welcome, Mike. We're talking about Doe Haas here. Favorite subject. I just told Chaz that I am. The Gunta situation is just, you know, really upsetting me, really furating me, in fact. Um, where they're Chaz put it perfectly they're punting until next season i feel they're not even punting until next season they're just i don't know i don't know what they're doing they haven't been competitive they haven't had that drive the past couple of years it's just really furating me um and their goal this season is to beat williams if possible and that's a quote from guta and um i just read something earlier that that Mitch Schumacher is 90% happy with his debut at Haas. Now, this is an opportunity, since your boss has already told you that we're punting until next season, this is an opportunity for both Mitch Schumacher and Mazepin just to basically learn the season. So this is just their free-for-all into Formula 1. I don't think any other driver in the past 20 years had this opportunity to be welcomed into Formula 1 just by, hey, we're punting until next season. Do what you want. You're, you're not going to get in trouble. You're not going to do anything else. Um, but it, the fault is not with Schumacher. The fault is not with Mazepin. It, the fault is with Gunter. He's been there for, what, five, six seasons already. Yeah. Um, 
Now, Chaz said they, he's just, they know that they're punting. That it's a new team, new situation, new power unit coming out. So they're doing, they're waiting to use all their tokens for next season. Fine. At least have a will to win. You have well, a champion on your team. I, I guess I don't understand the sport enough to understand how the owner of Haas, who has teams in other sports, he has a NASCAR team, he's got an indie team, I think, he's got, what's the uh, sports car? I mean, Haas is a huge industry, racing mm -hmm. industry. And why they would just pump bad money into this for a year and why not just stop and come back next year? I mean, I, I don't see the reason why you need to stick around. You got two drivers who who are brand new rookie drivers and you're not gonna do anything good for their psyche to be in a crap car that Mazepin can't even keep on the track for one lap. You know, it's, it's almost to the point where you're gonna do more harm to those young drivers than you are to set yourself up for success later. I don't even know where that comes from. I, I, it frustrates me in all sports when a team just tanks a season. Because it's like, what are you doing then? Why are you putting those drivers at risk? You know, why yeah. are you putting them on the track? Well, if, if, if you're not, if you don't even care, you know, I mean, God forbid they have a situation like last year where one of their cars exploded and damn near killed the driver. And now yeah. it's... It's like, yeah, you know, we're just we're going to put everything into next year and save all our tokens. And I, I'm still trying to figure out kind of how that works. Uh, but I mean, I kind of get it, but I, I want to see how it plays out to see how teams how that's a technical or a, a tactical uh, way teams work. But I don't know. I just and, and to listen to him talk on that show. And I know that I know it's reality TV and I know it's edited, but that's not a good look. If I'm Haas. If I'm Mr. Haas, I'm like, I don't care what happens the rest of the season, but that guy's out. Yep. I mean, that guy has gotten us to this point. So we can't get any worse. <laughs> we used to be one of the best. I can't, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it's a tough road because it's, you know, uh, mentally it's an American team. So I want to root for them, but they got Russian colors and, crap car i mean just horrible cars horrible cars and, and they talk about they they just lost to williams but it wasn't like they were coming across the line to you know a second behind williams they were a long way behind those two williams cars that came in last yeah like a long way and they were all lapped so it's like uh you know i don't know man i, I think i would just stop racing for the year well, and then come back your, next year. To your point is um, we had that Twitter poll and the uh, result was, or the question was, will Hulse sell at the end of the season? And 66% said, yes, Hulse will sell at the end of the season. Now, they bought out from a Russian team. Oh, was it? I could be wrong, but they, they bought out uh, Mishura. Mm -hmm. and I think that's it. Honestly, it could go back to a Russian team. Masipin's father there, you know, he has desire to own his own team just like um, Stroll does. 
So, I mean, it could be possibly, it, it, there's a possible situation where it could be a Russian team again and Hollis could sell at the end of the season. Well, it's pretty much a Russian team now, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, America. <laughs> I still think, I, I still think, uh, uh, McLaren is more of an American team than Haas. Mm. In fact, it just reported that um, McLaren signed, and, and he's still in carts now. He's, he hasn't even moved up to Formula 4 yet. They signed a 13-year-old from New York as one of the developmental drivers. Nice. And Zach Brown quoted him as like, he's very interested he's you know it's very good driver i'm real excited his potential here shortly um and i wish i had chaz take on it. we'll talk about next week on that one but yeah to your point i mean that could be an american driver right there yeah in the next few years yeah 13 years old what well we'll see this next race well i mean i'm i'm hoping that that uh, Russell, that wasn't a fluke where he ended up in the top 15 and almost in top 10. He drove very well. And uh, I think I think Williams is more dedicated to making the changes during the season to bring that car up to competitive standard. You know, because I, I didn't know this. It, you know, you can change the cars throughout the season to – to benefit from lessons that you've learned. You don't have to race the exact same car you started with. So, right. uh, you know, just the fact that he got in the top 15 and qualifying, I think it was 13th and got as high as nine. And then, and then wasn't out of the top 10 by very much less than a second and a half. So, uh, you know, we know he can drive now. They just need to get a car in under him. So I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to hope that they're mid mid pack. I'm going to call it for this next race. Cause I'm just going to keep hoping, you know, I'm a lions fan. I know how to, I know how to do that, man. You just say they're going to win. And then, you know, gird yourself for not being. <laughs> Get the beer cold. Cause you know, it's going to be a long game. Well, that was Mike's wise thoughts for this week <laughs> brought to you by Budweiser. No, <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, China Bob. <laughs> it, I said this before too. It looks like every team is striving for this year to win, including Williams, except Haas. Yeah. That's what yeah. infuriates me. No just matter. Much, well, like you said, he came out and said it. We're just, you know, we're gearing up for next year and the engine redesign and all this stuff. Nobody, nobody cares about that. If you're losing money, you're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. You're just throwing bad money at away, you know, and, and I get maybe they're doing it because they got people with families and, but you would save money by just paying them a salary to go back to the drawing board and use all this time and all the off season to design a car that can actually be competitive. Yeah. And still keep them employed. Um, No matter if Hall stays or not by the end of the year, I said this to Chaz too. Oguta would not make it to 2022. Yeah. Well, he should have been gone two years ago. Yeah. Well, he should have been. 
He should have been gone two years ago. I, it, it boggles my mind that he's still there. <laughs> boggles my mind, too. <laughs> hey, on behalf of Chaz Day and Mike Allen, I am Brock Young, thanking you for joining us for another edition of the F1 Starting Grid. Hey, why don't you check out our Twitter page, at Former Racing, where we have a new Twitter poll out right now for you. Will the Istanbul Grand Prix happen on this calendar year for 2021? Please go ahead and vote on that, as well as check out our Facebook page. And hey, this is a forum. This is open to you. This is open to everybody. Give us a topic for us to cover. racing at gmail.com. All that information, by the way, is in the description below when you like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you do that, by the way. And we'll see you next time right here on the Form of Racing.